man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men. And judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter all at Sporticus Live. That's Sport I C U S Live. Sporticus Live. See you there. You know what? Like before, before, uh, before, um, I even um really had a team. Like I used to bounce around. No, I was like a Tampa Bay fan. <laughs> I was pulling for the Bucks. I used to pull for the Titans. I used to pull for the Vikings. Um. And then and then I and then I got the Raiders probably like I don't know six seven years ago with my homie, he's from the, uh, the Bay Area. You you from the Bay Area too, right? No, I'm from Sacramento. Oh man, yeah, it's all the same shit to me. Now see that see you can't say that. Well, I I, I can't you know I, you well, can't it say is that. the same to me because only because of where I'm from. Where where are you from? I'm from Chicago. So like oh that, so then right. okay see no but see that's a misrep see that but I know L A ain't that, ain't the bad that's what people I, that's think what that's what LA is. say <laughs> see because you know what in in going to Chico State that's what happened is you get like, people that come from out of state that get accepted to Chico State and then they're like yo I thought we were gonna be near the beach it's because they only think L A <laughs> right, right. it's like no you're a, you're like you're a solid seven hundred miles you know <laughs> right you like three, hours away you like four hundred miles away from SoCal, like where that type of beach is located. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, well, nobody in, in Illinois or uh, 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 Chicago knows any fucking thing about <laughs> Chico or <laughs> Northern California. Northern California don't exist. It's just, it's Southern I'm California weak. and it's like that space it. between Oregon where Sacramento is. <laughs> or they just think that the whole state is just SoCal. <laughs> it, it seems a lot shorter since it's a long state. Yeah. It, it seems more stubby. Like Oklahoma. You mean 
<laughs> or t- for y'all Tennessee. up there. Yeah. Okay. I was like, cause it I seems already more like knew. Ten- yeah, it seems like Tennessee, but like then then think about it. It's nothing in between. Like it's a lot of just spare land. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, yeah, especially in the valley, it's a lot yeah. of farmland. I mean, I think of- I think because I was in, born and raised in Sacramento, I always felt like I was in in the middle. Cause my mom's from uh, from Compton, and then my dad in Compton's in SoCal. For those yeah. of y'all that don't know, and then my dad uh, is from Richmond, which is you know in the Bay Area. So, so I always felt like Sacramento was kind of in the middle, even though it's closer to the Bay, obviously. But um, yeah, no, nah, it, it's it's the middle. I mean, I I would say it's I, I say it's NorCal. I say yeah, it's NorCal. Sac is still considered NorCal for sure. Yeah, for but sure. I mean, like, what's more northern than Chico? Like, what what after that? There's like Redding. Red Bluff. Yeah, Redding, Redding and then Red and then Bluff. what? Shasta. Mm-hmm. After Shasta, then what? Dunsmuir. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, they said Duns me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we done with that. <laughs> we done with that. It's Duns me, right? Ew. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no. yeah, Duns me. And then well, uh, Wairika is further up. Yeah, that's uh, that's like, almost to Oregon. I only wow. know this because of my job. So <laughs> if I if I didn't work for where I worked, then I would I had no idea. No, I mean, well, that's uh, that's important because now we can tell people, you know, people kind of get where our musical influence comes from. You know, like. Um, when it comes to Chicago, a lot of people just say East Coast, and they, and they, they it's Midwest, but they're they're right to do that. That's fine because yeah, uh, uh, we got a lot of East Coast. Uh, you know, like the East Coast is right. We're we're like right in between, so it's right next to us. So we're heavily uh, East Coast influenced. Mm-hmm. Not so no, not so much of a West Coast influence. I and mean, you think yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. West Coast is here. You know, like <laughs> it's all the way on the other side. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's all East Coast stuff, all New York or Boston and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm being generous, mostly Cleveland. I mean, Bone's huge out uh-huh. in Chicago, and uh, Bone, MGK, anybody from Cleveland, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody from uh, like St. Louis and stuff like that, and like uh, uh, big supporters of uh, Tech Nine. Yeah, like, early Tech Nine. Oh, okay, yeah. early Tech Nine got a lot of love. From Chicago. See, I, I've never see. You know what? Like, I never really, and still to this day, I've never really been a tech fan. Like, I respect his craft. Like, yeah. he's obviously. I mean, he's suit. He's talented. You know, but like, I never really listened to him like that, like that, like that, like that. And what's the see? And that's see. This is how you know how much of a tech nine fan I am, or or am not. Like, what, there's a record that uh, everybody plays at the party. Everybody is it called Forty Five? Is that him? No, Who is that, that is that is uh that's Afro Man. See, so yeah, so there you go. So like those like like see like yeah. Tech Afro Man like Nicotina like, and Nicotina. Uh, and uh, Mac Dre. Yeah, see? all and, and E forty. All those are pretty much they meld into the same thing. See, like, they end up being the same person. See, and for, I see. I don't even know if I agree with that. Like, I mean, as far as like 40, it's not a okay, bad thing. Forties like. That's like the J of the Bay. Just say that's like the Jay Z yeah. of the Bay Area. And then like Mac Dre, you know what I mean? Like he's he's separate from he's separate from Jay Z. I mean he's separate yeah. from from E Forty. I mean they're in the same vein, but like like if you want to say like who had the uh, let's just say Mac Dre is like the Biggie of the yeah, Bay Area, I, yeah, and to sit like he didn't get the fully like see his career track out. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. he passed and then that was it. But he left a huge impact. Um and then like and then like so like Tech Nine and like 
Andre, okay, let's let's do Tech Nine and Afro. Like they, um, I think of them like cult classics. Like they're like a cult classic film. This is just my opinion. And then, yeah. um, and then Andre Nicotina, um, and I know Andre Nicotina's touring DJ. Like he's a, we're really good friends. Um, and so like, Andre Nicotina for me growing up, like I would hear about him, but like it wasn't somebody I used to slap, but. At the same time, I'm from Sacramento, so so right. I'm not from the Bay Area, so like I was removed from that. And back in the 2000s, I mean, well, we were getting our music from like LimeWire, and and it's it, it, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, I remember you know, it wasn't as accessible as it is now. Like you know, you had to you had to have, you had to have a that hot virus, from yeah, LimeWire. yeah. Or you had to have a homie to have the CD, and then they could burn it and give it to you. But yeah. it's just the music, the accessibility to music then versus now is just totally different. And I, I think that that plays a lot into why we don't listen to a lot of new stuff. I'm talking about like just you and I because it's so accessible. It's like, well, uh, if I could just listen to anything at any time, then I don't. I kind of almost don't want to listen to anything because you know what am I when you got the world at your fingertips? What are you gonna do with it? You know? No, nah, that's that's high key. I I call it um, the Netflix syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, what am I gonna watch? I was just, I was just, I was just tripping out about this earlier this week. I was I accidentally went to like the kids movie section. Yeah, and I was just the first page with the first ten to twelve movies. I'm like, yo, like kids these days don't know what it's like, like to go and rent the the, the VHS right. <laughs> for Hollywood Video for two days, you know, for the weekend. Yeah. Um, and you know, what I'm saying you just pick one movie or two movies. Whereas I, you know, I go on the page, the the kids movie page on Netflix, and it's like twelve films. I'm like, all of these are lit. <laughs> like every yeah. single one of these. Like if I was ten, like right now, and my mom's like, yeah, just go find something to watch. Like, and I could just look at that, and the first twelve movies on the first page is uh, yeah, <laughs> all popping, and I haven't even scrolled down yet. <laughs> like, right? No, you're right, man. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, I got the kids. They in the room. They probably like literally. That's probably just what happened right now. Like I'm like, man, you know, we can watch some Llama Llama or some Arthur or whatever, like whatever stuff I never even heard of. Emperor's like, New Groove, a throwback, yeah. just because you know, and and then but then look at all that and be like, there's nothing to watch, right? Which is me all the time on Netflix. I'd be like, man, ain't nothing to watch. And it's like so many movies on there where you know, at a certain point in time. In my life, I would have been like, "Yo, I want to." If I had all these movies, I wouldn't know what to do because I'm like, "Let's just line them up." Exactly. And watch, let's watch do a marathon. One yeah. Let's do a marathon. But now I'm just like, "Yeah, I can't even figure out which one to watch." So like with this music, with this music shit, uh, it's the same thing, man. Like it's I I had a concept for a podcast called "There's Too Much Damn Music." <laughs> yeah, I like it's something that, that I've been like saying. It, there's too much. Like it it's, is man. just when it I really think is. I got a handle on it, it's like, oh, this person got a mixtape. They got an album. I'm like, man, didn't we just <laughs> the mixtape really changed the game because it put out an album before something you even had to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and back in the day when it was used, it was to to you know whet your appetite so that you would get right. the album, right? And it would work. Yeah, uh, and it, and it still works. It works. It definitely works. I mm-hmm. say it's probably even better now, but it's just that if you drop four or five, like was that Wayne had like four or five mixtapes, and it's like, bro, just come out with a damn album. Right. Like you don't want me to buy your music. Like right. I don't want to. I'm not. Right. I'm just saying. Like, said, I don't. <laughs> you know, but it's like you know, uh, like you said, man, you had to go. Somebody had to have that physical copy of that CD and burn it. That mm-hmm. means a lot. Mm-hmm. It still means a lot. Mm-hmm. Having that m- music to download is cool, but like, unless you are doing something, you're not going to actively seek out and listen to the music. Like, you know, uh, right now, 
if we weren't sitting here record, recording this podcast, I wouldn't be listening to music. Yeah. I just wouldn't be. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, would, but it's too much. What? How do I know what to choose? You know, let's say, uh, let's take one of the hottest new uh, acts, her. Yeah. How do I know to listen to her? I, you know what? I feel like it's because, um, like, nowadays, like, I've, I, I feel like there's more of like a cult following with oh, artists. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I'm not saying it didn't exist before. Like, you had like Insane Clown Posse. Like, it was a cult following for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. like, you know, like. A very loyal it was, fans. Yeah, you know? like, it, it, it was a vibe. Like, it, but if you were a fan of, you know, um, you know, Insane Clown Posse, then then you, you were a fan. Like, and you yeah. lived it, you breathed it. You had and the so, chain, you had the juggalo chain, mm-hmm. you know. And so I feel like, um, I feel like, I'm not saying that cold followings are new, but I just feel like, like, I feel like now you'll find people that are invested in an artist, yeah. um, like, full-fledged, like, all the way to the end, because with, with, with the way that you can just release music now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we could record a record right now and put it up by tonight. <laughs> like, I'm, And they, they're and, living vicariously through people, too. Well, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, this that, guy made it. That's cool. We're gonna like, like the him. the mystery of an artist is starting to slowly but surely be eroded. Like you know, because now you're seeing them. You could say I heard the very first like song before they even were anybody. Like, and now and now now they're Travis Scott, <laughs> or, yeah. or you know, yeah. say or now they're hurt. Like you know, people legit they hear the artist development phase of an artist. So they come to appreciate the artists, um, I think, in totality because it's like watching an infant grow up. And so that was, yeah. I was like, that's my kid. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's not their kid, but, you know. I got a hot take. Uh, not a big Travis Scott fan. He sucks to me. He Travis like, Scott? Actually sucks. I think he's a like, dope uh, like producer. and I, I think he's a dope artist. Just... As an artist, I'm, I might I might be okay with that. I don't know, but as a rapper, he can get my. See, ass. okay, but he don't even call himself a rapper, so that there he goes. That <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like here's, fact, here's he, a problem. What does he actively? What is the physical action of what he does? What would I call that when he goes on stage? He's performing, he's sure. Yeah, he's but what is, How is he performing? A cra- what craft is he performing at? Is the act of rapping right? Well, I'd see that like a professional wrestler is all. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I, I'll take that. I take that. Not even a professional wrestler. A football player mm-hmm. is an athlete, right? But they perform. They 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 are athletic. They are football players. They are they are football they players. Football. They're also artists. That's a craft. That is their craft. They're also artists. They're entertainers, right? Right. You know what I mean? This is sports entertainment. Is uh, uh, that's another word. Uh, uh performing arts. That's what mm-hmm. they're doing. You know, okay. it's, it's all performance art. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a ballet because it's not. It, it is rehearsed to a degree, actually. Yeah. A strong degree. Uh, but it's it's not pre uh, determined, right? Like uh, like a ballet, but like yeah, they perform as artists. It's just the art they perform is the act of football, right? He's a rapper, right? Fuck what he thinks. I can do. <laughs> I, I can go to a court of law and prove that this nigga's a rapper. <laughs> and I don't think if the act of rapping is good. I do not believe that. Uh, like you said, as an artist as a whole, sure, because mm-hmm. Kanye is dope. I would say as an actual rapper, the physical act of doing it, nope, don't mm-hmm. like him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound right. We talk about Kanye. We talk about Travis still. Both. Okay. They, they, they both sound <laughs> All weird. Of them. Well, yeah. Travis is a is a is a great, You know, yeah. I mean, he's he's a product of of Kanye's eight hundred eight heartbreaks. You know, like most of these. They sound they, these they their music. Yes, I get it. You know, I, I'm but it's it's kind of weird. You know, like okay, but uh, see, okay, so like okay, so Derek like, Carr sucks. 
He's athletic. He's a football player, but and he he's had he's had a lot of uh you know uh, win, uh, uh fourth quarter comebacks. But when I in his totality, sure he's good. I guess mm-hmm. he's he's a dope football player. But yeah. uh, when it comes down to it, they're not going to the playoffs. They <laughs> right. losing ten to three right now. Where's your boy? You know what I mean? Like we can say he's good and he's a good quarterback, right? But, but I can start to cut it up into little pieces to say this is why he isn't. So. Well, I mean, I, I feel like like if we take it back to like you know like okay, we, we talk about a football player, but they're still an athlete. But we got you know like Carr for instance, like he does football. Yeah. Um. Like if we if we compare that to like Travis Scott just saying like I'm an artist, you know I'm not a rapper, I'm an artist. I feel like it's it's similar to like what we saw when like MMA first started popping, when the UFC started to popularize it, and and people would, um, you know they would criti- they would criticize like MMA for for being violent and being this, and it's not really yeah. a sport, and yep. blah 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 blah. And then you know they had like the smear campaign ads. Like I remember there was an ad of like it was like a these two dudes and they're like grunting and moaning. They're like you know in the room in the dark. Yeah. And then you know totally playing on homophobia and all that. But like yeah. you know they're in the room and then like uh you know the, the one of the one of the dudes partner she comes in and she's like what's going on and the camera cuts to them and you know one dude's on top of the other and you know they're clearly you know making fun of like jujitsu just grappling as mm-hmm. as a whole. And, you know, basically we're saying like, you know, this isn't a real sport. And, and, and so, uh, you know, a lot of the early critics of like MMA, you know, will say it's not a real sport because they're used to boxing or they were used to maybe American kickboxing. Even, yeah, I was going to say even kickboxing. Or, you know, and then. Something and, with, something points based. Right, right, right. The, and, and, and grappling as a whole, like, unless you actually are a grappler, like, it's really hard to get behind like what's going on. And I'll, I'll say for for sure, like I'm a total, uh, I'm a total, you know, I'm guilty of doing that exact thing. Where like I remember when Ronda Rousey um, was gonna fight Holly Holm, or actually no, no, it wasn't Holly Holm fight because that was maybe that was like two years after I started really training. But I would say like when when she had a title fight against maybe it was Misha Tate or somebody. And, and she won. And I remember I was in sack when the fight happened, and I remember I was like, I don't want to watch the fight because I was like, well, these female fights they always end up on the ground and they just lay there. They don't do anything. And yeah. this is before I have any knowledge of like what grappling is. Um, and then once I started training jujitsu, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> was I was like, like oh, there's a lot you know, going on. I was, and like, I, you know, yeah. I was all about striking. I was like, yo, I want to, you know, I want to do Muay Thai. I want to do boxing. And then when I then a bunch of my training partners started to do jujitsu, and then you know I was they were like Malcolm, you gotta come over, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and make the jump. Went and got the gi, went to class, started training jujitsu, and just within the first couple sessions, I was like, I thought that like striking was was grimy, but grappling is grimy, and it's not big stuff. It's like putting an elbow in somebody's rib cage and then just, just, just driving it in there to make them uncomfortable and give up a position. And that's something that you can't really see on camera, yeah. per se. Even if you're knowledgeable about the sport, you don't you can't see all that stuff. Um, and so, like, for somebody who isn't knowledgeable, they're just like, yo, like, where's the action? Where's the knockouts? Like, these people are just laying on the ground, and so then they make fun of it, and so then they completely, like, kind of, uh, they, 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 they tried to push this narrative of, like, MMA is in the sport. And, and then, of course, it doesn't help that, you know, 
unlike boxing, you know, where if somebody bleeds for half a second, the fight's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. MMA, like, if you bleed, you good? Are you, all right, let's go. Like, yeah. You know, and so now they're like, oh, it's violent. I'm like, well, boxing's violent, too. Y'all just Very. stop before. A lot of boxing deaths this year, too, man. Yeah, so, I mean, Lots. you know, I, I'm saying all that to say, like, we're comparing the music to, to like, MMA. Like, he's an artist. Like, Travis Scott's an yeah. artist. And, and, and we are coming from an era, you know, not even era, like years, decades where artists were typecast to be your, you, you do rock, yeah. you do soul, you do hip hop, you do, you know? And so like now artists are starting to blend and, you know, like genre is starting to really become. You know, like, is well, what is it? A lot of fluid. Yeah, there are a lot, there's a lot of fluid artists out there. Um, I mean, you see Post Malone, White Iverson being played on the hip-hop station. I'm like, this ain't, it's not really hip-hop. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know what he makes. Uh, <laughs> he said. I, I swear I'm not going to uh, uh, shit on everything we talk about. He said. I don't, though. So all artists are wacky. <laughs> that's what Congratulations, Sound Eye. It's, uh, um, it's, it's uh, a lot of music just doesn't move me. Uh, people yeah. say, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I love music and stuff. I'm like, well, that's cool, but you're not going to manipulate me so easily. Cause, <laughs> well, no, because music manipulation, it does. It makes you feel good and stuff like that. Right. And it's not very easy to manipulate me. Mm-hmm. So when you get me with a song, when it's dope, I'm like, ah, that's good. Even a catchy song of the day, mm-hmm. like uh, The Baby. Um, he's a guy I like. He's Yeah. He reminds me of Ludacris. He's fun, he, but yeah. he's hood. Yeah, he reminds you, yeah. that you you know, I'll bust yeah. your head, I'll shoot you in the head, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to laugh and sing and dance about it right, right, right. right afterwards, right. you know, or during, you know, and, and I'm cool with that, you know, like, but he, you know, uh, that's not something we get a lot of today. We get a lot of, you know, people just, oh, I take pills, I pop this perk and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. and it's like, you get a lot of drug addicts, and it's like... You know, not to say the guys back in the day wasn't necessarily drug addicts. Look at Jimi Hendrix, you know? Yeah. Uh, not that I gave a shit about Jimi Hendrix like that. I didn't. Right. I mean, he was a drug addict. Look at him. Like, come on, let's be for real. Uh, James Brown was great. What He had his demons, too. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think I think uh, a lot of that stuff is what really kind of uh, is off-putting about today's music, too. It's just... uh. It's like, yeah, I want to listen to it. It's got all this music, but it's like, who do I know to listen to and why? Like, is it a drug addict? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to listen to a crackhead, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> you know just, I'm yeah. like, I listen to enough crackheads, you know? Uh, it's not fun. <laughs> they're not. They're not funny. Uh, well, kind of, but that's sad <laughs> <laughs> in a sad, depressing way. Slightly. I mean, some of them are comedians. Some are funny, but like, it's just, it's not. I don't want to listen to somebody who's. Um, doesn't have a, a real concept of reality and they're masking all their pain and they're dulling all their pain. They're not really living. Uh, Kendrick Lamar put it best. He say, I watch my, uh, I let my soul speak. You let the meds talk. And I'm like, that's uh-huh. on, uh, on humble. He's, you know, yeah. And, and that's what it's about. I'm like, good. You know, don't let the meds talk. I don't want to hear how you got high and made a dope song. Like, just make a dope song without getting high. Right. Like, I want to know that you were grounded in reality when you made a song, not you saw the music and shit, you know? Like, I saw the beat, man, and, you know, like, nah, just cut the shit out, you know? Make something real and make something tangible, not something that I'm going to listen to or that I have to listen to high. Right. <laughs> you know? 
I guess I, you know, I, I could definitely, um, like, if I'm really going through my memory, you know, maybe there, there were artists that, there were artists that, um, there were definitely artists, like, that, that had drug use, but not all of them. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it wasn't something that took over everything that they did, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, pot probably, I mean, pot smoke weed, right? But, like, it's. Yeah, but okay, but like we're getting yeah. into like okay, we're getting into a different territory when we're talking about like perks and Zans and like yeah, yeah, Molly yeah, yeah. and like all these like I remember like Molly was popping like five, six years ago, like every record people were Trinidad talking, James. Yep. Trinidad James, Tyga, Two Chain, like everybody was talking about popping Molly. Now it's not really Molly. Now they now they're talking about perks and Zans and stuff I don't even know what's what. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm not really knowledgeable in, in that. You know, it's just arena. Kinda, to be honest, I mean I understand why people would just uh, smoke crack and smoke meth. You know, uh, I mean, y'all know methamphetamines is kind of a design. I'm going to call it a designer drug. But then I'm, I'm going to contradict myself. See, also. I don't even know what a designer drug is. It, it, when like, you, when you, uh, crack would kind of be one. I mean, even when you're cooking it and doing all types of shit and like, I uh, just, I, I, something I you would consider maybe, it's something you got to, you got to, uh, uh, transform. Okay. I, I was say. like, when I think designer drugs, I think like, celebrities and like 70s 80s parties where people just doing all sorts of i mean i like i say i don't i mean look you're talking to a nigga that's never done drugs <laughs> i like, smoke weed or none so i was like i, I could be completely off okay base. i like i don't i have no i have well, like no, a, a zanny or a, like a uh, that's considered designer i mean no 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 i'm sorry no 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 i was you're like right. isn't that uh, like a prescription over the counter right that's well i mean but like it, all right think so about it just it's, for the record we don't know what we're talking about yeah. Yep. We, both we don't do drugs. Nah, Sorry. Nah, I don't know. You, you, you're looking for two drugs to listen to two drug addicts. You're not going to do that. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, no, yeah, I, I would say designer drug is something you have to uh, doctor. And, okay. And uh, you definitely doctor crack cocaine. Gotcha. Uh, and you definitely doctor methamphetamines. But, like, here's the thing where it's not really a, a it's a doctor and designer drug, but, like, it's fucking pipe cleaner and. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Drano sorts, and yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just just go get some shit in your cupboard and get high. Take some <laughs> cough medicine, some bleach, and drink it. Nigga, like Ooh, who cares? That sounds terrible. <laughs> it does. That and that's terrible. It's pretty much uh, meth. I mean, it's probably not bleach, but whatever. Like meth can kill you while you're making it. <laughs> like yeah, that's a that's but a, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a risk. That's, weird. <laughs> that's a risk. Crack, sure. Crack's not killing you while you're making it, and unless you knock the pot, hot pot of water or something over. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, you can scald yeah. yourself, but you're not you're not gonna die from like an uh, explosion. Making... <laughs> you know, like uh, these people that that's that's you're be fucking rocket scientists to make what meth. Is, is it wax? Is it wax? Like waxes? Or there, there's been a few houses over here, like here that's that's like blown up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's making uh, wax or. Some some with weed. Shit. I don't know. Well, shit, you can make. I mean, to be fair, you can make um, alcohol and blow your motherfucking tub up. Oh, for real? You can make it in the tub. Hell yeah, you can make you can make really? alcohol and blow up. Yeah, it's, it's gas and alcohol, and as soon as soon as that shit happen, bow <laughs> like what? highly combustible. Yes. I was gonna say if you light something though in there, right? No, like, it ain't, no, it's oh, just it's pressure. Just... Pressure builds up. Oh, see, no, I ain't got, it's, it's, uh, I ain't got no of time. It, think of it as a bomb. <laughs> Everything. What? Bomb. See, man, that's too risky, right there. Yeah. Leave it for the factories, folks. Yeah. No, that's no heating element. It's just the fact that, like, if you put, if you put some oranges or, I think oranges. Yeah, you take some oranges, you put that shit in the bag, like, it just lock, seal it in something, and that should blow up over time. Really? Yeah. 
A orange, like an orange, like a fruit. Orange, like if you're trying to make some, uh, if you're trying to make, uh, <laughs> if you're trying to make hooch, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, al- a jailhouse uh, alcohol, right? You make hooch, man, that shit explodes, bro. What? Yeah, because you, uh, <laughs> dude, I, go, like it's not gonna explode with a crazy force. Yeah, like, but I mean, you know, but like it, a car it's, bomb, it's still, but, yeah, this shit blows up. That's how niggas get caught with. Bah! It's just, bro, and then it's orange. <laughs> I DJed a wedding earlier this year in Eureka. On the coast, they and was drinking hooch. It, well, the host of the house, um, he uh, he had like homemade, like he had like three different types of liquor. Damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like a vodka. I don't even drink vodka. It was fire, uh, a, a tequila, and and like something dark, like a bourbon or something like oh, that, or a whiskey. That's not good. And he made them all from scratch. Hey, they were fire. They were strong too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the homemade. So he might have. Hey, he might have been at risk making that shit. See, I can, I can, I can, um, I can listen to somebody who, like ODB sounded drunk all the time. I'm sure he was drunk, <laughs> Man, you know. Yeah, and his was. music sounded drunk, but like to be fair, you know, they had the Wu Tang stuff, you know, with the martial arts, uh, yeah, thing that they took the gimmick, yeah, uh, really influential. Uh, in you my think, life, you think it was a gimmick, like per se, because like I no, it's how they lived their life, but like it was, it was also. A, a gimmick, you know. See, I, see, it just happened to be a gimmick. I, I was gonna say, see, yeah. I, I think that like when it could like because like a lot of like a hip hop culture, at least the way that like I and I call it being raised, like as far as me like being a DJ and and um you know playing record, I call it being raised. Like it's like you, it's a master apprentice relationship. Like you yeah. get you got people who are more experienced, and you know what I'm saying they put you on, like you show interest, and then they they expose you to more, and then you learn stuff from them. And then, um, you know, as you move further in your craft, then, you know, you, you start to get different teachers because one person does something their way and they may be really knowledgeable, but you can learn by pulling from different people. So that's very much um, in line with kind of master apprenticeship relationships you see with like martial arts. Yeah. You know, no, I, like, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you go to a different school, learn a different <clears throat> uh, form of, you know, different art form. Um. So, I mean, you know, or somebody specializes in something, you go train with yeah. them. So that's exactly what they did. You know, they uh they let martial arts guide their career and be the I mean, they're highly successful. They're prob- but probably probably the most successful rappers, group of rappers, period. Like I know mm-hmm. there's Jay Z out there, but like that's kind of very different. Well, as a group, you know. Yeah, yeah as a group, yeah. I think they're the most successful people that there are because they it was still just rapping. Nobody's really um, replicated that either. Yeah. And um and that's why I say it was a gimmick because they, they said, okay, like I, I use the El Santo Negro moniker. That's why I go by because it encompasses everything I do. Sporticus is everything that I do. We're talking about music on a sports podcast. You know, mm-hmm. this is a special episode and we're going to do a special series for those of you don't know that, who don't know that or those of you who like like what you hear besides the drug part, maybe. Maybe you do like the drug part. You know the drug. <laughs> Isn't it fun that everybody isn't a crackhead? He gonna, you go get, <laughs> he gonna have a specialist. You know? <laughs> he gonna get a specialist. But yeah, you know, um, I, I use it as a gimmick because uh, it helps guide everything. Like, I, we talk about uh, music and how stuff we don't want to listen to. Well, here's one thing we always will go for. Uh, like you said, Travis Scott is an artist. We like performances. Mm-hmm. You know, award shows are just really for performances and to give people a pat on the back. You know, make some more money. I will always watch a perform uh, 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 an award show performance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the music sucks now, so I don't watch them. But uh, 
You know, like, if I know what they, one was, one was, and they come on CBS. I don't watch fucking CBS. My wife watches that shit because she works with old people. I'm not an old person. I don't, I don't watch CBS, bro. Is this CBS right now? This is CBS. Okay, yes. I, was like, I was like, is that this is CBS because the Raiders game is I, on I assholes? Yeah, I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV, so I, I'm out of touch with like the stations and stuff. I used to know all that stuff. Well, I, man, I grew up on hella TV just because you know, it's Chicago, bro. Like it's something. Everything's on there. Like even my cable is Chicago based. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, and then stuff come on early here too. Niggas gotta wait two hours. I'm like, nope, I watched it. Fantastic, yeah, right. No, but uh, you know, I I gimmick all my stuff out because so I could have a pattern, so I could I could follow things, and that I could actually build in performances in my music. You know, I don't want to give it away, but there will be a real performance element to my music. You can turn on on my music and hear it anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and the worst part about a concert is actually. The sound of the song. Sounds like shit. I, I would rather listen to it like a silent disco. Yeah. Put that shit on and listen to the the song and see the visual of whatever you're doing. So I'm going to take that shit away from you. You know, For one, I'm going to be rapping in a mask. So it's going to be extremely difficult to perform songs like a, a regular rapper would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, rapping in a mask is cool, but like, it's different. It's yeah. different too. That motherfucker's hot. <laughs> you move around too much and I might pass out on stage. I'm was, just saying, no I bullshit. I had a sweater on last night during my set, and I was like, yo, never again. <laughs> right, right. Even in the wintertime, don't wear a sweater while you DJ indoors. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, you going to come and have a t-shirt on at, underneath that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, so I, you know, I, I am very aware of the fact that, you know, I got to keep it as cool as possible. So, I will be doing most of the, most of it's going to be performance-based, not like lyric-based. Mm-hmm. I might have dope lyrics, but you'll have the pleasure of listening to most of them with me kind of backing them up. Right. A lot of people rap over their own lyrics anyway. I think it's lazy. See, so, uh, okay, so see, that's where I would stop you right there. See, that's, <laughs> that's where I find it interesting. It's interesting is that, like, you say, okay, it's going to be mostly performance based. Yeah. You might have some dope lyrics, but it's mostly performance based. And arguably, people would say that about Travis Scott is that his shows and his performances are crazy. What I've never do? even been. What does he do? I've never even been. He to... takes his shirt off. No, it's the energy that he has inside the uh, room, well, though. That I mean, that's yeah. There's some people who don't have it. You know, they don't. No, you're right. You're you right. You know, you're like right. I have a friend uh, that went to a Travis Scott concert in Vegas, and she came back, and she was like, literally the 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 energy in the room, which is crazy. Like you know, so that's not something. No, you're right. That everybody that. can you know achieve. So oh. you know, opening many times at the senator. Uh, there have been acts that gone on before and after us that suck. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've been like, oh yeah. And I... it's not that they they didn't bring that that energy. I shouldn't say they suck. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's I, you know that's I think that was a little disrespectful. Uh, some of them were bad artists. Yeah, sure, they sucked. But for the most part, they didn't bring that same energy we bring. It was crazy, right? Right. And that's why the that's why the. Uh, the, the the senator would call us a lot because we would sell tickets and people actually gave a shit about listening to us. Well, I was gonna say I think those yeah. are the two things that you. I mean, that's the main thing. You gotta sell tickets. Yeah, definitely. You uh, can have as much energy as you want. <laughs> yeah. The, if you yeah. not if you not you know number one of the ticket sales, then you know you you're not, you're not gonna get a spot or you're not gonna get the best spot, quote unquote. Yeah, I, I mean sometimes you got like we used to go on first a lot, and uh, you know. Uh, 
we prefer to go on first because it sets the tone for the entire like people yeah. do miss us like they'll it'll be a portion of a, a audience that hadn't even gotten into the doors yet but right uh you want to set that stage you want to be the kickoff show you want to be like yeah we went in there we kicked things off and people liked us because by the I, you know by the time the rest of the show goes on mm-hmm. people have to beat you you the first act on they have to beat you right and a lot of times they don't right you know like uh we've outdone the top acts before, like Andre Nicotina and stuff like that. People are like, ah, man, you know, every time I see him, it's cool to see him in concert. But, like, you guys are way better. You got more energy. You got mm-hmm. better songs. Like, you know, I've been to They'd rather be at one of our concerts than one of his. You know, it's just it's the same concert. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Andre Nicotina sometimes bring people with him. So, yeah. Point being is, you know, like, you, you, we get up there. We do our job. We we perform. Um, we try to recite our lyrics as best we can. Try to do it. But I'm I'm taking all of that shit to a very different level, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, you, have you been to a Tech Nine concert? You I don't gotta know, go. I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I know I've, I've interviewed him. I know we've interviewed him before. Um, uh, when you, when you, oh, at, at the, when I was at KCSC right. Radio. Yeah, we've interviewed him before. I don't. I don't know if I made it in for the show. I think I just showed up for the interview, just to, to make the interview happen. He does a really good show, really good. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard he does um, solid ass shows, and like he just like actually doing stuff on stage, not just uh, taking his shirt off or you know. Is he? He is. Yeah. Fuck you, Travis Scott. I mean, he's taking your fucking shirt I, off, nigga. I, I don't just, like you very much. I just feel um, like I, that was a hell of a jam. I'm sorry. I was like, was he was like, like, damn, why you hit him with the right cross, I mean, man? Like, I was like, well, I my forgot bad. what I was talking about, man. And back to this Travis Scott guy. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, what I'm saying is like, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad we used him as a jumping off point. I mean, I just randomly brought him up and said he sucked. <laughs> well, but I, I just, I don't see. So I, I like the, I like the energy. I like the artist part. I like yeah. the energy and the artistry. Right. I agree with you there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not even nothing to agree with. Those are facts. He brings that. Those are facts. Indisputable. I like that. You know, it's, it's all the, now let's get into his lyrics. Uh huh. What is his lyric? What is his lyrics about? We, I'm using him as a microcosm to break down the, why we, why there is such a big, gap in the music we listened used to listen to and the music of today's the music of today and the standards i mean like is so he lyrically dope what is he talking about and it's like um i don't i don't I, and i'll say this i'll be the first to say this as a dj like i don't really pay attention to lyrics on, on records you know what i'm saying other yeah. than like maybe for theme association but yeah. But beyond that, like I don't really listen to to artists for lyrics, like I feel you. you know, like per se, like that's it, not. No, it, it makes sense because like the the song the whole is very different from just what his lyrics are, which is right. why I'm, which is why we're breaking it down in so many sections. Because like I can say Travis Scott sucks, but I gotta back that up with something. I just can't say it as a blanket statement. You know, I'm a we're trying to come to a general. We're just having a discussion about. Just so many different, because like he's just an artist now, you know. Uh, he he calls himself an artist, not a rapper. I'm fine with that. Uh, I don't think he's a very good rapper. So good, you damn sure aren't a rapper to me, you know. And lyrically, I, I don't. As far as I know, I've heard some of his songs. I can't really name any off top, but he's not even talking about having sex with Kylie Jenner. That's the one that had sex with Kylie Jenner, right? That's I, that, that's his partner. 
Right. Okay, so uh why is he talking about her uh putting two fingers in his booty hole or whatever it is he likes or she likes? I mean he's not even talking about that. Why, why I'm not even making a joke. Like I'm no, saying I, I, I wanna hear more about Kylie Jenner than I do with him doing drugs or something. You know, like talk about having sex yeah, with but, your wife. But man. Travis Scott, I don't I don't <laughs> feel like drug use is I mean, I don't feel like that's the main focus. Like he's not like future. Right. Yeah. You feel me? Where you know the hook of records, Percocet, <laughs> Molly Percocet. Like that. I mean, he's he's not like a, uh, uh. You know, that's not his main. Is that his baby, Travis Scott baby? I don't know. I don't. They see, said that was. Uh, I, I don't. Jenna, think, see, uh, I think, I don't bodyguards, baby. Bro. I don't pay attention. Like bodyguard. I don't pay attention to none. I didn't even know he had a kid. Yeah, they supposed to have a baby. A uh, see, I, I didn't know that. You, you, you. Okay, so let me ask you this: You, you heard about Drake and his uh. Yep. <laughs> see, Yo, you ain't got to pay attention I too, messed, too, I messed, too closely. I, but see, but like, I, but I actually like. I, I think I'm, you know, a, a fan of Drake. Like, and when I say I'm a fan of Drake, and so this is a good, this is a good, uh, this is a good example of what I'm saying. Like, people grow up with these artists. Like, like Drake's first project that a lot of people uh, will probably, you know, give recognition to is So Far Gone. Yes, which dropped in 08. Oh yeah, that was. That was but that was before that, if you really a Drake fan, then you probably were on comeback season. The crossing. You feel me? Which and then if you and if you really, really, really a Drake fan, then you was listening. You listened to Room for Improvement, which is like the first tape that he really dropped. And there may be something before that, but a lot of people don't even get to comeback season. And d- damn, sh- and damn sure don't get to room for improvement, which came yeah, before comeback season. Room for improvement is fire. Like so, like um, so I I seen him from from you know those three projects. So far gone definitely was a transformation where he's like okay he he's 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 definitely doing rapping and singing. You know I think the eight hundred eight heartbreaks influence of uh, Kanye was solidified, and Drake took it and he started to run with it, and then you know. 10 years later, we have Drake that we have here. So I had Drake when I was like feeling like, oh, I got this artist that nobody knows about. I mean, he's yeah. on Degrassi, but like people aren't look, they ain't, they're not checking for him as an artist. He's pretty good on Degrassi, actually. Like, I, I ain't gonna I have any, I didn't even watch, I didn't even watch Degrassi because we didn't have those channels. You know, it was on, watched, it was on Noggin or. Degrassi. No, see, we we oh, just we just didn't bit. have those channels on the TV, you know, because you had to pay yeah. extra. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm just I'm gonna just be real. I ain't nothing wrong with. I, I, he was good on Degrassi. Ain't nothing wrong. I with say it. I watched a lot of it. I just seen his performance. Ain't, ain't nothing. Ain't good. nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying that, like, so, like, you know, he had those three projects so far gone. You know, he started. To, we start to see the beginnings of the Drake that we know nowadays, where he's doing rapping and singing together. And then, you know, I remember when he dropped Marvin's Room, and I was hot. Because yeah. I was just like, bro, how you gonna be a rapper and crying? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? I was hot. I, I, I was, was done like, with him then. I was oh, like, I was nah. so mad. And then yeah. I remember he dropped Headliners. And then I remember when Headliners dropped, I was like, okay, Drake's back. And then after that, I don't Views know. Views from the six or whatever. Or that was like that. that was uh, that was uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Well, Views is the right. album. That's right. after. If you're reading this, it's too late. And then if you're reading this, too late was. Like 2015, that's when he got back to rapper Drake. That I I love that I love that project because of that. Yeah, but see, I'm saying that to say like yeah. I I've, I've loved Drake and I've hated Drake and I've been upset at him. And I've been like, okay, we cool, but I I really we ain't really talking right now. So like I I feel like I've been through all the emotions. So when you get when you get to where he drops, you know, what I'm saying Scorpion, 
you know, his last project, yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, this is a dope ass project. Cause it's like, he got, he got 20 something plus tracks. It's an A side and a B side. The A side is for everybody who wants to rap. The B side is everybody yeah. who wants to hear him sing. And what side is for those who want to uh, hear about him being a terrible father? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> man. Okay, look. So I don't know this man's parenting skills. I, I he won't. Well, he's not in his. It's not in his son's life. But he's I think not? he is now. I was gonna say. It's well, that that's how, did you hear about the rap beef he was in with uh, Pusha T? Yeah, Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha yeah, T. Exposed push, him. Yeah, Push put it out there uh, that you know he had a kid, but just because you ain't showed the world that you have a kid, what does that? How does that? Uh, it's a little bit. Nah. Do I, you have to? It let, only took a little. It only took. Do you like, have to let people know? I googled it and it was all bad. <laughs> it was How all was bad. It all bad? What's wrong? Because he he just wasn't taking. He wasn't taking care of. How his do kid, we know bro. that? For one, um, there was shit about him not. Uh, is she Canadian? I believe. I have no I idea. She's Canadian. I have no. Some idea Some of her not is. being able to go to where he was. If she can't go. The baby can't come. So, look, I don't want to speculate too much on that. You're right. You're right to not speculate too much. I on just, that. Like, you know, how do we know the things we know? My thing is, so he made like one song about that. But here, here's my thing. Um, I brought up Travis Scott. I brought, you know, and you, and you count it with him being an artist and not necessarily being just a rapper. And then you brought up Drake. Yeah. And I, I counter with well, because I was we, we were talking about lyrically. Well, what what are people talking about? And yeah. And I was like, man, you know, Travis Scott. I care more about what's going on in his life with Kylie Jenner. Right. 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 And then with Drake, it's like, well, what about when Pusha T said you weren't taking care of your child? I won't. You know, and he had a line in one of his songs was like, I was hiding my. I was hiding the world from my child, not yeah, yeah, my yeah. child from the world. It's like shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, don't, don't <laughs> fucking lie to me. Don't how do you, how don't do you know he's shit, lying? Bro. First of all, they was in a rap beef, man. An embellishment is not like an unheard well, of thing here's to do my with thing. a rap beef. How many how many raps does it take until I say something about my wife and kids? What do you mean? How many how many times am I gonna rap about something before I mention my actual life? You know what I'm saying? He, he wants to keep it separate. Like, I mean, I'm saying like, okay, see, so, so that, but you can only keep it separate so, for so long. So, is what I'm so that's so I, right. That's true. But I'm right. saying that right there is a fairly new thing within they don't the last. That's something new within the last ten years. Because if you went back ten to twenty years ago, we did not have this kind of access to our celebrities. We just didn't. Like it, it just it wasn't the technology wasn't true. there. And if you wanted to have that sort of access, that person was putting a lot of. Uh, spending a lot of money on production to to document that and then distribute it to people. You know what I'm saying? The internet was not what it is now. Now somebody can yeah. literally let you into their life with their phone. You know what I'm saying? Don't so, Dr. Dre got a kid with Michelle A, I believe. I may have heard that. I don't know if it's I true. Believe so. I know they were in a but, relationship. But what I'm saying is is that like that sense of entitlement that we feel like, well, you should have told us, like, or maybe not. Like like it's his life it's his life. It's his his family and or kids or you know, or his 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 you know his baby mom True. or his partner. Like he he does not have to share that with he us. He doesn't. Well, let, let's look at it from another uh, point of view. Let's look at uh, different artists, a different um, different genres of music. Take Adele. Yes. Take uh. You know, She's super party. private. No, no, I'm talking about like oh, her okay. songs like... are about. She might be private, and her and her. She's not telling you what happened to her, but she's still pouring that out in a song. You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, rap's and Drake little, doesn't do that. Rap's a little bit more descriptive. It's a little bit more. I was gonna descriptive. say Drake for she, sure. She, a, a song you can write around. Who, what's it really about? And rap is a little. It's, it's a. 
I would say it's more descriptive to where you don't have to necessarily name names, but you can become pretty close unless you're Common. Common's a guy that where when he was uh I don't know why Alexa was lighting up, but it does that sometimes. <laughs> don't record next to your Alexa. Okay, good. She didn't. She didn't. I was gonna say, why would you say her name? <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's just like no, um, come out, right? Come out wherever you are. No, but uh, okay. What what I mean is um. No, I was trying to thought. Uh, what what I mean is, well, let's just go back to what you said with the, the access. I'm, you you're right about that. We it's not it's not for us to know about it. Uh, he got all. into a beef with Pusha T. Yeah. And Pusha T. And he put it out some inside information. He put it out there. It's kind of crazy. Kind of cold blooded because Drake. You know what I'm saying? Mentioned mentioned Pusha T. You know his his wife or or, or something of that nature. So then Pusha T's like, oh, we're bringing. Ah, uh, he talked about his wife. We're huh? bringing his personal family, life. personal life. <laughs> All right, we could go there. And so you know, Drake just sold did some it. records. Yeah, and Drake just did an interview. You know, Rap Radar's a two hour interview he did yeah. it, dropped on Christmas Day where he addressed that. Um, and my my whole thing about it is, is I'm like like look, Drizzy, like he calls Drake some money too. He Adidas. Uh, supposedly dropped him because of that. And look, like, and, and here's the thing: like, if you listen to Pusha yeah. T, and it, it, when he did it, he did an interview on a Joe Budden podcast where people was like, "Well, did you have to bring up, you know, what I'm saying the kid? Did you have to talk about, you know, Drake's mom and dad and how they were weren't in his life on whatever level, whatever it was that he, whatever it was he said? Did you have to bring up the fact that, um, you know, what I'm saying." That uh, you know, Drake's friend slash producer Forty has this, you know, uh, you know, this this chronic, you know, uh, disease and or uh, you know, health condition. Um, did you have to bring all that up? And Pusha T's thing was like, yo, like, look, like, I'm I'm beefing with God right now. Yeah. I, I believe that's exactly what you said. You said yeah. I'm beefing with the God of rap. So if you think that I'm not gonna pull every, I'm not pulling any punches because if I'm going against him, yeah. I don't have room to sit there and you know try to you know saying negotiate like well I'm not gonna touch this or that like no I'm letting yeah. everything out because All if I don't more. then you you see what he did to Meek <laughs> you see what he Meek got his ass you body. see what he did to Bret Meek. Hart. Bret Hart. I will never pro, forget when 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 pro the, wrestler Bret Hart said that Meek Mill got his ass. Open. Bro, like I was like, yeah, yeah Meek, you lost. The other, like I mean, I was up at two a.m. when I remember when the he world dropped. Feasted on I remember me. when he, I remember when when Drake dropped. Uh, what was it? Charged back. up and charged up was the first one. And and I then was it just, was back to back. And I remember charged up. I heard it and I was like, bro, what is this? Like this is not a response. I just heard back and, to back. And then and I was see, it. so most people didn't hear the first one. See, Drake did one. And I was like, it was so, it was so just, it, it just, it. I don't know what it was. Like, it, it was supposed to be a response or maybe it was the first shot fire. I don't know wh- See, what the order was, but <clears throat> that was a terrible record for beef, in my opinion. And then two days later at like 2 a.m., he dropped back to back. And I remember I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is over. Like, this is over. Like, you can't come back from that at all. You can't. And so like, you know what I'm saying? After after seeing what happened to Meek Mill, Pusha T's perspective is like, look, I ain't about to let that happen. To yeah, me. yeah, he would have been done. He because not all. it's not it's not even just yeah. about the record. Then after Drake did the record, then I think he did OVO Fest like in Canada like shortly mm-hmm. after, and then did the performance with all the memes that the internet created on a big giant projector screen in the background about Meek Mill. So so like for Pusha T's perspective, he's like, no, we gotta we gotta pull out. Right. 
No. Land, sea, air, and space missiles to take this motherfucker out because if I don't, <laughs> yeah, if you come at the king, you best. He not is miss. sinking my ship. Yeah. So I look, Drake. I get it. Like he <clears throat> came at your dude, and you know you felt you know like that was out of pocket, but you did talk about his family, and so once you talk about anybody's he opened family, the door. Yep. Don't sit there and be surprised if somebody's willing to go to the grave. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, because that it was a beef. It was heartfelt, like they were beefing, and that was it was good music. Yeah. All of it was good. It was a good it was, time. It was good for really hip hop too. We was yeah. it was great for hip hop. I feel like push terrible for Drake personally in I his mean, personal and, life. And <laughs> kinda. And, kinda. And and Drake says that, you know, he doesn't feel like uh he doesn't feel like he lost the 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 beef. Nah, he lost like a motherfucker. Um lyrically. He, he said he, he, he said lost. he said he said lyrically there's no he said like <laughs> On the fact that like Pusha T got got off when he got off, he won. But he said like as far as uh, lyrically speaking, he didn't take the L. And I'm like, Nah, man, you took the L. He took a you super took the L. L. There's you took no the way, L like, in one like, line. Did, you are hiding a did. child. It was like, it's, oh, well, it, that's the end of this, bro. It's just like it's just <laughs> cut like, it off. Right it's just that. like the Jay Z versus Nas beef. And, yep. I, and I like to bring it back to that. I always upset. I'm like, Nas won that shit because yeah. Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I liken it to like in high school whenever you was around all the homies and y'all was roasting each other. Yeah. And you always had somebody who was hella funny that would roast the shit out of somebody. But then, you know what I'm saying? You always have the one person there that would try to roast, but it was like intellectual. And it's like, bro, yeah. we ain't trying to understand the square root of six. We just know that this person got big ears. Right. <laughs> you right. know? And so like Nas, when he did, you know, his when he did his record, you know, to Jay, it was kind of like that person where it was like, he just roasted you and just said you got big ears. That's all he cared about. He just pointed. He just he just talked a whole bunch of shit about you. And then Jay came in like, well, I had six albums sold and this and that and twenty three. Bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah man. We don't care about yeah, that. He lost. You're not he, funny. He, <laughs> You're not. His career was kind of. His career wasn't over then, but like he could have hung it out right then. I stopped listening to what he had to say. Well, he kind of fell off lyrically to me, but like after that takeover. The first takeover, uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. It started off with that dope song. He was still talking about Nas. I was like, "Bro, you lost." Okay, this is yeah, the, right. This is a hot track, but it was like, "Oh, uh, H O V A." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you lost though. It's cool. Yeah, uh, this is a good track. You lost. Remember right. that, right? <laughs> like, you still holding that L because it's still fresh, right? You know, but it, it was dope. It was it was clean. It was cool. You know, but like uh, that 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 helped that helped me listen to a lot of new stuff. That uh, helped me stop listening to Meek. All of that the rap beat. <laughs> I, I like could Meek. not. Listen you didn't to listen Meek to his no. last album? Hell no! Oh, his last album was. People fire. Was like Meek is back. I was like, I, he was never here for me. <laughs> the fuck is that? He wasn't that bad. He but dropped, I'm a boss. That was the first song I heard yeah. from him with Rick Ross, and I was like, yo, somebody, remember he had he had braids? Yeah, he said, yeah. <laughs> somebody said he say Rolly on my arm all the time, and I was like, uh, I can't listen to him anymore. <laughs> I mean, he just. I think with Meek Mill, <laughs> he was just so right. I was he's, like, Ugh. he's calmed down over the years. Like now, every record before, yeah. he was yelling. Every he song. was. I'm like, bro. I, he's not. Nah, he's not a bad rapper at all. Do not get me wrong. I just he, he not he he wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. But then he went and lost that battle to Drake, and he was like, "You lost to R." When Drake said, "You lost to an R.B. dude," I was like, "Oh shit." See, and and that's why I feel like <laughs> he, that's why Drake frustrates motherfuckers. It was a personal thing, and I liked it. And that's what that's what that's how you transform certain things, and that's how you keep yourself in it, you right? Know? A beef, a good old fashioned rap beef is good, you know, and that's why to bring it back full circle to what I was talking about is that, you know, uh, I I I want to hear about people's personal lives and a beef 
brings that out. You know, um, I don't know if Travis Scott ever had a beef or anything with anybody, but like Drake is somebody I could get more into because he's had those moments. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, he's had far less of them. You know, uh, than I would like. He's had he's had a lot of music. He's had a, done a lot of stuff. Had a had a bunch of, you know, plenty of different songs. You know. And uh, a wide variety of things. I appreciate that. Um, today's music for me don't hit home like, um, uh, you know, some naughty by nature or uh, you know, back people who was just like on that street corner back when it was happening to them, mm-hmm. and they had like uh, uh, Wu Tang, like Wu Tang. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, let's just with those guys. We just go with them. You know, those guys who who live through that certain struggle. And it's easy to relate to them because you you know you can look out your window and see what they were talking about. Yeah, and um, I can't do that with Travis. I can't do that with Drake. And, see, um, but I, I don't. Think, you can do it with artists out here. I don't. I don't but see, I think yeah. that's the main thing is that like we're not supposed to. Oh, okay. Well, I like we like we're yeah. not supposed to you, like like the first thing is that hip hop is a youth driven genre of music. Young like, people are stupid. And that's what that's what the but that's what the that's what the older generation always says about young people. They they're right. We you were know? dumb. We're older now. We're still dumb. Like, okay, but if you re- compare us to re- our fathers, in, we're, we're but in regards to like as far as music is concerned, like I just you know it, it's it's like and it's specifically let's just talk about hip hop music. Like it's a youth driven culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, it's, it's a and and and, and one yeah. of the, one of the, and part of the challenge that we're, that we're seeing is that like, and we're starting to see it really unfold with <laughs> artists like Jay Z, um, you know, even like a Meek Mill or or you know like artists that are starting to uh, branch out of the music arena. Is that like because it was youth driven? Once they had that record that popped in the '80s, and I'm I'm, I'm blanking on name. I want to say it's. Um, I don't even want. I want to say Sugar Hill Gang. I can't remember the name of the record. Is 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 leaving me. But once once they once they got their deal, you know what I'm saying. You you had a bunch of kids who just made music, and uh, then but they didn't know anything about business. Yeah. And you got these people waving these checks in front of them with these contracts. It's probably highly likely that most of those early contracts, there were no lawyers involved. They're just like, yo, somebody's coming to me and saying that they want to sign me to keep doing what I'm doing, and it's yeah. more money than I've ever seen. Sure, I'll sign it, not knowing that they're signing away their masters and you know they're they're giving themselves shit deals. Um, yeah. Like Onyx, for instance, like one of the rappers told me that he is a group of three, you know, and 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 they're from New York, and when they signed their deal, they got a deal for fifteen thousand dollars. So five thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. But it was like that's not that's not really any money, you know what I'm saying? And so there's a there's a uh, a financial uh, scholar by the name of Doctor Boyce Watkins where he you know he has a lot of critiques on black folks and pop culture. And one of the popular things that he that he says is that he was like you know well black people y'all always about the party and never about the business. And I'm like that may be true. I would I would challenge that or I'd like to like elaborate on that in the sense that like okay sure like maybe they're always about the party um and they're not about the business but these are 19 20 right. year old kids you even over 25 years old so so oh, and they, and they're coming from you know these 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 harsh environments they're coming from the hood they're coming from the projects they're coming from wherever where just to have a job is a big deal so you got these kids who are just making music for fun and then somebody comes along and writes them a check and gives them a contract and 
the, and it may be true that like, yo, like they were about the party, not about their business. It's because they didn't know. And so right. now that hip hop is starting to mature and it's arguably 40 years older or so, um, you're starting to see the old heads that have been in the game, like a Jay-Z, starting to make business moves. You're starting to see someone like Meek, who's only had a 10-year career, really. I mean, like he may have been rapping before that, but as far yeah. as him having some relevance, he's been in 10 years and now he's considered an OG He's making money moves. You look at like late Nipsey, yeah, I, yeah, late Nipsey say, Hustle yeah, yeah. was making money moves, you know, um, Rihanna, <laughs> I mean, she's not a, a hip hop artist, but you know, she's, she's still, she's close enough. She's yeah, in yeah, the yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah. She's on Rock Nation. She's yeah. making money moves in business. She's the highest paid female artist Spinning movies and stuff of too. 2019 yeah. with Fenty and, you know, and then she has a lingerie line. And so, so like, I don't like Rihanna either. What? Oh no, we have to talk about. You know who I like? You I like a Beyonce fan, uh, ain't you? I like SOS Rihanna. You like that? Was, that was when the label was in. Yeah, I, I, now I she's like, more herself than ever. Yeah, she's. What don't you like about I Rihanna? I don't. I, I don't want to get into why I don't like Rihanna, right. but I don't like. I Rihanna. can't believe you know. I don't like her as a person for that's, one. That's. I'll I tell you. I tell you why. I tell you why. You don't like her as a person? No, no, not at all. What she do? You ever see her on Twitter? See, here's I'm, 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 I'm gonna say something. This. Not even controversial. I'm this about to look at a straight up, straight up truth. Yeah, she says disgusting stuff on Twitter. We have a president that makes you look in the mirror, and it's hard for America to look in the mirror because it looks just like him. Filthy, disgusting behavior online, and say whatever you want, and you're ignorant as hell. Mm-hmm. Rihanna does it. Adele does it. A, Lizzo has done it. You know what I'm saying? What do they say? Um, Lizzo. Okay, so uh, Lizzo, she. Said that her uh, Uber Eats driver like ate her food or something, like ate part of her food, and she put she put that online. She has a cult following, like you said before. Like mm-hmm. you know, today they these, these people have cult followings. You know what a cult does when they get a hold of something? They go hard. They do, yeah, they go hard. They're right. They went hard at old girl. Old girl got a lot of backlash for that. Yeah. And now she's in up. Now she's suing Lizzo because of that. Like yeah. it took a while. Lizzo was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I apologize. I didn't. I didn't know how my fan base would react to it." I think it was a real apology first, but but guess what? You can't do that in the first place. You shouldn't even be thinking to do that in the first thinking place. Thinking to do what? To destroy somebody online. Okay, but do you think like like you saying she shouldn't, or are you saying her Lizzo, fan base? Lizzo. Lizzo. See, that's the thing. Like Lizzo just tweeted just like any normal. Per- you know how many friends I have you that normally, just tweet their normal life and the shit that they go through. She, she ain't. No, th- she she put. Her info out there. People knew who this person was. Oh, we'll see. Then yes. she, she shouldn't have did that. Lizzo's a piece of shit, bro. She shouldn't have did that. She right is. There. I mean, she yes. gets to this. Her fans are going to say something. They're going to hate me anyway. Whatever. Lizzo's a piece of shit for that. You're a scumbag when you do something like that. I will say see, this about the one, the I, guy that's doing it above. He owns all of that shit. Who? You come at Trump. You oh, say, oh, man, oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. Don't he own it? Won't he just straight tweet to your ass? I'm like, all right, nigga, you don't even know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Him. But he ain't going to pull you out of nowhere and just start doing shit. He ain't going to set up here and ruin your mother. Like, if you come at him, he'll go back at you. But he ain't going to ruin your fucking career. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He ain't even did something like what she did to the Uber Eats driver. He hasn't even done that. So you say that. But Rihanna would. Rihanna said, well, Rihanna hasn't done it, but Rihanna has done shit around that. That's a That's a very disgusting behavior. Like... It's youth driven, and the youth is pretty disgusting. Look at who our president is. I think the president reflects on uh, exactly how this country is. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually happy every goddamn day he's in office because I want everybody to look in the mirror one day. Well, every day he's in there, look in the mirror. 
You want to get him out because why? Now I don't even think he's the fucking bad guy anymore because people just don't want to look in the mirror. They don't. You know, uh, I, if I say the Bible's like a mirror, you pick it up and you start reading it and you start reflecting on yourself. How many people pick that shit up in a day? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So, my, I mean, I, I don't want to make two broader points. Uh, I, I want to get back to, you know, the music. I'm just saying, like, um, it it is very, you know, you've driven and stuff like that. And uh, I, 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 I'm picking up everything you laying down. Everything, you know. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to get into the Rihanna thing. You know, I, I, I like SOS Rihanna. Like you say, when the label was involved, when she wasn't necessarily herself, uh, I, I think she came out enough in her music. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of give and take because I was just saying how, you know, I want to personally relate, relate to somebody and Rihanna is the most relatable she has been. Right. Right. You know, uh, yet I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fan of her as a person though. So that makes sense. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's wild how music takes you in so many different places. We haven't even discussed a song, you know, we've just discussed the artist. We haven't like broken apart a song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, uh, just taking the song or an album and just split it into how it made us feel and stuff like that. This is just a conversation to even just get us in the door with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's not that we're butting heads. We're bringing up uh, a lot of different things, a lot of different topics that tie into each other and why we listen to what we listen to. Because let's say we had a, a giant fan base, a giant following, and people are like, oh, I want you to review this album. And we say no. Well, they would need to know why we would say no. You know, it's like, well, we don't want to review this album because we don't feel like blah, blah, blah. This person doesn't reflect this or this or that. For whatever reason, we didn't want to review it. We land down that foundation, you know, uh, and the conversations that will come along with it. Like like I said, I don't like Rihanna. We can review a, a Rihanna CD. I mm-hmm. like the Umbrella. There's things I like from Rihanna. See, it's interesting that all the stuff you say that you like yeah. is like, she stole somebody's song too She's, recently, uh, you know, like label stuff. <laughs> but I mean, people, song. but people borrow and yeah. quote unquote steal ideas for people for records. And she all the ripped time. the entire song off. Like, uh, what song? Man, I wish I knew what it was. Uh, it was the entire song. I was like, really? I was like, it wasn't. It didn't really. It changed the song up enough. I'm not too mad. Whatever. Right. You know. Uh, what's that song? Um, going up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Pina Colada. Yeah. That's Pina Colada. That's the Pina Colada song. If you like Pina, it's just slow down. Yeah, but like music always yeah. pulls and takes from other forms and sources of, of music. I mean, he know? sucked. He shouldn't have done that, but he did definitely ripped off uh, Pina Colada. I mean, and <coughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. I'm, I'm, I, I played that song. Uh, I read the lyrics to Pina. I put on the, the instrumental to Pina Colada, and um. I, I looked up the lyrics and I did that shit in Panda's car. I was like, hey, check it out. I, I was like, uh, on a Tuesday is Pina Colada. Watch. And I was hitting it and I was hitting the notes of, uh, you know how the song goes. And uh, going up mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. And he was uh-huh. like, wow. I was like, see? I was like, on the downbeats and upbeats and shit like that. I was like, so it has the same cadence. Yeah, it's 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 Pina Colada. It's, it's the same, it's the exact same cadence. But is that it's bad? Just, slow down. Uh, it's a bad song, but no, it's not bad. I'm just saying, like, he just straight up ripped it off. I mean, I don't it's know bad if he if it's technically stealing. I don't know if it's a bad. I mean, when I'm DJing in the club on Tuesday, and I can play it's going up on the yeah, I, I do like that. I it's, do like, it's the only Tuesday, <laughs> it's it's the only Tuesday it's, song. It's bro. a vibe, right? It's the only I like weekday songs where they, they talk about saying, party like, on the weekend. You know, like or uh, Saturday Love. You know, you play that on Saturday. It's a good. It's a good, 
You know, uh, this is how we do it. It's Friday night. You know, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Too Short has a line. It's his last line on a song called uh, On My Level with Wiz Khalifa. He said, and it's a Wednesday night. This ain't the weekend. I'm like, yeah, let's right. do something during the weekdays. Right. Nobody parties during the weekdays. They right. Weekend warriors. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i feeling it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, uh, I, so if we were to take an album or a song or something, where would you want to start? Like, to just kind of break it down, have some fun. Something new. Give ourselves some homework. Where would you want to start? Would you want to, uh, like, go branch out completely towards the unknown? Like, like maybe, like, I don't I'm, I'm for real, like, rock or country? Or maybe country's too far. I'm just saying, like, just nah, nah, not I mean, in your comfort zone whatsoever. Wheelhouse whatsoever. You know, you know, you know what I've been... Or, like, kind of gradually get into, like, maybe a new, you know, some new, like, okay, what's that new Meek? Or what's the new Meek uh, Drake or something like that? See, you know? my, you know what you know what I've been trying to, what I've been doing for the last month is I've been trying to get back to R&B. That's the main thing that I've been trying to do. Because I feel like over the last, uh, shoot, man, you arguably say 10 years, man. Like, it, it like, R&B has um, shifted in a way. I mean, they're not really, it's not popping like it was in 2000 or 2010. Yeah. And even towards the tail end of that decade, you start to see R&B change, you know, yeah. become more pop. Um, Too many drug addicts. They don't have an attention span anymore. Well, I mean, <laughs> like the music industry, it goes in waves, you know? So like you had like, when you had like soul, like soul, you had all these artists that were doing soul records and then you had Aretha Franklin yeah. And Aretha Franklin was killing the game so hard that people stopped putting out soul records. Like I remember, I went and looked, and one year she dropped like ten projects in a year. I'm like, that's a damn album a month. Yeah, Whereas an album or EP, yeah. you can't compete with that. That's why she was the queen of soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because nobody, I mean, right. uh, you know, I, 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 or just the the overall ruler. Like it was her kingdom. Like nobody could touch her. So then disco emerged. You know, and that you know for 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 people that are my parents' age or older. A lot of them, they're like, that ain't real music because it was soul, but it was packaged for the masses. Yeah, because so, it was looped and it, it was, it was, you uh, know, so it mass was, produced. Yeah, so machine it, made. it was like, yeah, so it was like, you know, Processed. pop made, um, you know, uh, soul music. And so then, you know, you have, uh, you know, hip hop R&B in the 90s, you know, there's this huge, um, you know, resurgence of like kind of a soul vibe, you know, after yeah. the disco era passes. Um, then you have like the caveats like uh, New Jack Swing, which was like, you know, it was R&B, but they kind of infused like more more of a hip hop vibe. Yeah. With the, with they were still using that uh, instruments at mm-hmm. least. But it was, and it was, yeah. but it was still, uh, you know, it was still black process. music, yeah. if you will. You and know? It, was, it was still, it was still process. Whereas, you know, with disco, you know, I feel like a lot of people start to feel like, okay, this isn't black music anymore. You know, this is something yeah. for, you know, the Bee Gees are lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like, for the, the drug addicts of that, that time. Yeah, it's, right, right, right. So then, you know, you had R&B. Dancing and, Queen. You know, during, um, right, right, right. I love right. that song. I love that song. <laughs> hey, I love that song, though. Like, She's Dancing so Queen. I, you know so what? Dope. I've been DJ like 20 years, and I just found out about Dancing Queen like two months ago. I didn't even know about the record. See, I, I still get excited when I find like those old school, you know, records that are before my time or or came out when I was a baby, and yeah. I find them now, 20 years later. Uh, 
very much. Uh, Dancing Queen's probably about some underage shit, but I won't get into that. Because that's, that's lot, what, back lot, then, nobody give a fuck. A lot of music back then Our was about, like, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, the song we hit by him and Lee, um, Don't You Want Me? Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. He beat her He ass. a predator for sure. Yeah, bro. He was like, man, he, not, sure. he was like, if you don't take me back, we both gonna be sorry. Right. Yup. About to beat her ass. Yeah. <laughs> I be telling was, people, I was like, you know, this song's about a domestic abuse. Right? Yeah, that song was. It, she, I, he was stalking and her, it, and if it wasn't domestic abuse, it was at least some stalkerish. Oh yeah, bro. you know, oh, question, yeah. question. He threatened her. He threatened her. He said, "We know if you don't take me back, we both gonna be sorry." Yep. <laughs> yep. And she starts to tell the story. But if again, I was like, "Yeah, I was a waitress at the cocktail bar. I told you." Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> It's like he tells his slide and then she tells her yeah. slide. That's a really dope song. I was going to say, when I play it, you know, like now, to this day, when I play it and I got that, you know, that, that demographic, you know, the 60s, 50s, 60s, yeah. it's, it's, it's lit. They yeah. love that song. It's so, it's so, it's so hard to hit <laughs> notes like that though in today's music. It, uh, and I, I'm not going to lie. It is because I don't. It's not the same stuff. I can't rap about stuff necessarily anymore. Like, no. you just run out of shit. Like, Eminem has nothing to rap about. The dude's rich. Yeah, he's, he's successful. Gets, gets a, it's over. Gets a dictionary and yeah, you know, goes to um, town. He yeah, he's, he got he still want to bring up. He's he's started two fights with people that well, have nothing to do. You know, with anything going on in his life. You know what? And they lost those beefs. You know what? I you know what I'll say. And it, 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 hip hop has been thought to be a young person's sport. If we're if we're if we're going if we're taking it back and keeping it true to like yeah. the very beginning, a young man's sport because it was it's it's still to this day predominantly male dominated. Yeah. Um I, there has I say, been some major breakthrough. But I say but I say young yeah. person's sport because it is more people than just men who participated even back then, but yeah. now more so than ever, they're starting to get exposure, you know. Um, There's a lot so, of women doing a lot of stuff too, man. A lot. So, so, so then what I'll say about like hip hop is that it's probably it's the one genre of music like it's a forty year old genre, and it's the one genre of music where you don't see artists continuing to to shine and prosper after they leave the younger years of their life. You know. Yeah. Like you don't you don't see it's, it's few who can you know, be old heads and, and 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 really on top of the game. Like so. freaking you two could sell out an arena today. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Uh, Metallica, but, anybody, but any of them. I don't know yeah. if Run DMC could sell out an arena. Fuck no, <laughs> you know, or Big Daddy Kane, or no, you know, and, and I thought he died, but you know, yeah, no, nah, he's still here. <laughs> well, whatever. So, I mean, well, somebody from but, uh, Run DMC died. You know, Jam Master James. We're killed. we're still, but we're still, you know, we're now getting to a point where, like, let's see. I I bet you Snoop Dogg could do it in about twenty years. You uh, you think he'll still be able to sell out in twenty years? You saying? You know, I don't know if he can sell out an arena though. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he, would, I don't know if he could do it now. Okay, so if um, it's just him, yeah, yeah, no, like no, these no, bands, right, right. these bands, you if know, it's like, just him, no, like no. Sting no. and 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 you know, like U two and and you know, Guns and Roses and all these different Hall and O's. Hall and O's had a show at Golden One like when they first opened mm-hmm. two three years ago. I don't know if it was sold out, but I mean. Probably close to it. It was right. them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, I didn't. Insync just did a Insync uh, and like Backstreet Boys. I think they just did one together. They probably could sell out. Oh well, or, they together. No, nah, it wasn't them. It was a, uh, it was a uh, like Backstreet and um, New Kids on the Block. I think. Okay, it's, it, I'm pretty sure it sold. The I'll, fuck I'll out. bet you. Ba- it was like a fifty thousand. Okay, so that so that right there, that's that's like another point. Like so, like Backstreet, it's a bunch of white men. Yeah, New Kids on the Block, a bunch of black men. 
I don't. I think that the bigger draw was you, probably you, you, new edition. You meant you said new edition. No, I, I I said new kids on the block. Those are still white. Dudes. Oh, I'm thinking of new You're edition. You're thinking of new edition. Oh, I'm yes. right now. Okay, it's all good. No, no, no if no. that's the case, then it's just straight white men. They're good. But let's say you had a Backstreet and a new edition. I don't think that new edition selling out of the ring. I think Backstreet's the the major draw on that on that tour. Yeah. Oh, and, hell and yeah. And then and then new edition's like, oh, they're here oh, too. But you know what? We uh, check it out. Black people love boy bands. We always loved them. They were just grown ass men, and the Temptations grew before dudes. Then we get a new edition, and you know, like so people are like, oh man, you know, you like that boy band thing is like a new term though. That's something that came out in the nineties. But think about it, man. We like you right. like new kids on the block. We like we like we like new all edition of them. boys. I, I, I yeah, I like. Um, uh, is it Drew Hill? Yeah, the group. I like him saying. I like Backstreet Boys too. Yeah, ninety eight degrees. Yeah, and I you know what? It's crazy because like you never hear them really get shit on like. In the hood, you can't really necessarily claim them unless somebody <laughs> say something first. But like, they don't get shit on. They yeah. are not gonna get ripped apart in the hood discussion. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with uh the No Strings Attached album. You know, you know how <laughs> it was you know dope. how you know how they, celebrity. You know how I knew things was starting to shift when I remember I I was uh when I was in Sacramento um just before I came to Chico for my undergrad in two thousand eight. I went back home for the break. <laughs> And this is when Snoop Dogg dropped uh, "Sexual Eruption" or "Sensual Seduction," yeah. and, I, and I knew it was I knew it was lit when he, he got on my motherfucking nerves. With that. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> right, right." He was like, "He was like, I don't love these hoes," and I was like, "Hey, man, you betrayed us, bro." Bro, I was in, I was in, uh, like, I was in, uh, I was in Sacramento in um, in the pocket area, not even the pocket area. I was on the other side. I was over near the DMV um, in Meadowview. Off of ninety nine, and I remember I seen these two black dudes, and they was singing a sexual eruption song, and I was like, "Yo, this is something else." When you see two dudes from this area singing a record like that, right? You know, what I'm saying they really because it's just it's just it's so opposite of like the type of music that I would hear in that area growing up. Like everything was harder, you know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. It was way harder than that. Like I mean, like you could just take it with with a Snoop song, like I said, like and Gin and Juice, he said. And, yeah, we don't love these hoes. I'm out the door, and, and I'll be. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about drinking gin and juice, and he said he never loved these hoes. And in uh, in beautiful was the song where he like actually said, "I, oh, love, I love you, it. bitch." I, love, I, love I was. That he was like, "I love you, girl. You're so beautiful." I was like, "Hey, you said you didn't love these hoes." Yeah, in but my see, mind, he evolved though. Nope. Like... <laughs> hey, I'm. I mean, it's 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 fun to have. It's. I'm having fun with it, but like in my head, I was the guy who owned. <laughs> I owned the Doggy Style album. I don't. Ooh, yeah. My parents had Columbia House. They got me a lot of albums and shit. You know, maybe I shouldn't have had Doggy Style, but I never smoked weed, so who gives a fuck? Okay, or killed anybody? He <laughs> said, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I'm fine, right? Like, I didn't engage in uh, 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 gang activity either, uh, so I'm, I'm good to go. Um, or felonious capers, as a, uh, as a, uh, 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 Tupac would say. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, so I never did that shit. But like. I had those albums, and when he said that, I remember I just pictured that album cover, and I was like, "Bro, you said you said you was never gonna love them." Like, I love them. I love them. I, I did, you know. Like, I mean, I you know I love women. It, it is what it is. My point was that uh, I was I felt the opposite way that Snoop did, and uh, he I felt like he, he betrayed me. I was like, you know, because hey, he grew. I guess. I mean. Like it's just, it's just. I don't it, understand. 
He grew. He just got to a point where he grew. He just, you know. I want him to stay true to himself. Nah, you want <laughs> I him, wanted to, him to hate these No, moms. you want him to stay in the mindset that <laughs> I he wanted was him in. To you want him to stay in the mindset that he was in 20 years I feel, ago. I still, I still feel like he betrayed me. And people be acting like like 10 years later, like you can't grow. Well, if that's the case, like then you should, you should still be. <laughs> I mean, I, I like beautiful. You should still it's be a good three song. foot one. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like you I. You should be the same height you were when you were. <laughs> 10. I'm just saying, like, from a, from a satirical, a satirical. See, but I see that's the thing. Like, I, I, I feel like, like, uh, I mean, it's just a song. It, it's clearly that, you know, like, that was hyperbole that he don't love these hoes, but, you know, I, so, yeah. I mean, maybe that's how speaking. he felt back then. No, I'm, that, and then I, I, I'm not actually, he might actually still them. feel that way. <laughs> I'm just know. saying, it was funny to me that he broke his promise to He might, song, he might, or broke his word. He might have a different classification um, for, like, who is considered. Woman nope. versus who's considered a hoe. That but, might be that, and maybe when he's making that other record, could be he's referring be. to people who fit what he considers to be a woman versus and who he would consider to be a hoe based on his his definition. And there is, and then therein is like exactly what we've been talking about, like uh, how he grew as an artist. We've been talking about artistry and and and, and being uh personal and and and. What are you really talking about in your songs? Not you know, not just the lyrical makeup of them, but what they're about. And you know, like you, it's crazy how we came uh, full circle around. Uh, and now you just explain exactly what we've been talking about the whole time. Like, you know that you can grow as an artist. Uh, you could definitely change. You could transform stuff. You could you could just be an artist. You could just do things that make you feel good. You could do things that personally matter to you you could mm-hmm. you could just hit a lot of different areas and you could just have fun with it and stuff like that and that is that that's a fun song whether i you know was joking or agree with it or not like you know what i'm saying it was still a very fun song and for you to have hear people uh uh singing you know uh sexual eruption or sensual seduction mm-hmm. yeah, i forget the name of that song it, well it, it's both sexual yeah. eruptions the uh, sensual the seduction yeah. is uh the 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 Politically correct right. title, I suppose, <laughs> if you will. The less vulgar of the two. It's it's just dope that, you know, people can actually be listening to that in different places. And like even when I, you know, talked about we could the boy bands and, and uh Yeah. You know, just being able to we're at a place now and you know, I'm I'm thirty seven, so I can say, Yeah, hell yeah, I listen to NSYNC. Like all my homies did. We knew NSYNC was good. They were mm-hmm. good. Bye 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 was dope. It was a dope record. Backstreet uh, was dope. Uh, ninety eight degrees. They were dope. Like mm-hmm. we were listening to these guys because we conditioned to uh, Motown. Mm-hmm. You know the Four Tops, the Temptations. You know uh, Isley Brothers. Uh, all of that stuff. You know we were conditioned to listen to groups, and the group of dudes came out and it was like shit. They're good too. Right. Voice to be and stuff. So, um, it's it's nice to be able to have that versatility. Um, and, 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 and that versatility is something like, uh, like uh, when, when you and I were talking to, uh, last week and you were saying, um, we're entitled and we're scared about, uh, you know, we have a certain ownership of the music we listen to and we don't want anybody to trespass on it or tread on it. Uh, it's that versatility, you know, um, that we, I think it's, it's getting lost I think we're scared of that versatility being lost. I think we're scared of our voices. Like you See, were saying, I, and you were saying that, but I think we're scared of our voices uh, no longer being heard at some point. Because uh, speaking from a Motown point of view, like Motown came across all the way 
uh, to, I, I, I wouldn't say, I would, I would say it's not really in this generation. I can't, I can't really point it out like I used to, but that's what they were scared of. That's what my parents were sca- afraid of. Like, well, Hey, you know, like this was really good music. And the way we felt the, the, the artistry and everything that came across in these songs and all this music, these albums and performances and everything, we don't ever, we want you to remember that. We don't want you to lose that. We don't want that to be lost because that said something that I could never really say. I just listened to the song, but this song says something I can never really say. Right. You know, so if that song's <laughs> lost, then something I can't say to you, something I never knew how to say to you is lost. You know, but if I can say, hey, just listen to this record, son, and you'll get it. You know, I can't do that today with this music. Mm-hmm. I'll just listen to Future. He'll tell you. Well, and you can't, you know? but you can't do it because the, 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 the kids, they're not growing up in that era. And so, like, I, it kind of remind me of like what Vince Vince Staples had an interview where he talked about this, where he said, you know, you get folks who grew up, you know, in the nineties, they grew up on nineties hip hop, R and B, or nineties music, or or whatever era of music it was. But he he focused in the nineties in particular because I think that for him that was an era where he was growing up, like you know, and or, or and or or maybe he maybe he wasn't born to then. Cause I think Vince Staples younger than me. I'm twenty nine. So I think he's younger than me, but he was basically just getting at the idea that there was a lot of whack ass music in the nineties, like a lot of whack music in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And so what we what we tend to does do does he listen to music today? Because I don't, I don't. Vince Staples is an artist. I, I don't think he should turn on any. Of this. He's a, he's <laughs> I don't a think he should turn on his radio. Well, well, <laughs> well. I think that the thing that he's highlighting is that yeah. it's like the music that we grew up with. We are going to selectively rewrite the story and only highlight and remember and talk about the records that we like and probably some of the records that we like are records that other people like so not only is it a record that we like we're like no we like that record like like all of our era collective our you know my you know we all liked it and but but you're not going to talk about um you know i'm saying the the record that that was just okay or the record that was just flat out just weak where it was like why is that even out so, 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 so then when you talk about the night, so then you fast forward to now and you're like, oh, well, back in my day, the music, they said something and they did this. I'm like, well, yeah, like the ones that you want to remember and talk about, or more important, the ones that you remember, that you associate your experience of growing up and being a kid and navigating that whole entire space. Like, those are the records that are dope. Those are the ones you're going to push. You're not going to talk about the ones that, that, that didn't have that same sort of uh, relevance to you and your childhood experience. And so what the kids are going through today is the exact same thing. They're experiencing music that's put out by people who are closer to their age than we are. And that music is something that resonates with them. And it becomes a soundtrack to their life as they're growing up and going through the things that teenagers go through. Because the things that teenagers are going through today are totally different from what teenagers yeah. went through when I was in school. When I was in school, from from when I was in high school, during the 2000s, from ba- what, like 2000 and, you know, 2004 to 2008, um, a sidekick was the biggest thing. Um, there was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. MySpace was right. the best social media platform available. If he was black, you had Black Planet, maybe. And, 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 and yeah. that was how we communicated. And then when I got to college in 2008, 2009, Facebook started to pop up and it was like, yo, you need to be on. And I was resistant to Facebook. I'm like, Very why would I get Facebook bro. when I have MySpace? And then exactly. I got a Facebook and then that became the thing. Then Instagram popped up and Twitter and Snap. And I, at first I was resistant 
And then I got those. So I'm just saying that to say that like, you know, like the kids are growing up in a completely different time frame. So I think it's very unfair for people to hear music from today and say, that's trash. That's just, that's that. When it's like, that same narrative was being told to us by the people yeah. who were older than us when we were the age that these kids are right now. And it is very unrealistic to expect a kid who's growing up in a completely different decade yeah. with new problems and new things to navigate to resonate with music that's 10, 15, 20 years older than them that doesn't connect to the current time frame that they're in. Because it even sounds dated because the sound has evolved and has changed. Yeah. So... I, I I totally hear it. I totally hear where you're coming from, and 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 the, and the other the the big thing that I I kind of pull from it is I'm like like the music that we hear where we're saying that it's trash. A lot of it is curated by record labels who are about money and yeah making a bottom line. It's processed. It's a chicken nugget. Just like the music that we and, and with us more so then than it is now because then. You didn't have like Spotify where you could just upload your album tonight and yep. not need a label. Like, so it was even more curated back then. And so, you know, I think that, you know, this, the kids are in a different era. You know, they have more access to create without being regulated or stopped by a group of adults who say, well, we think we get it. And it's not that adults don't get it, but it's also, but it's, it's more so that they don't need our permission to put out music. Whereas, Artists from our generation, there may be so many great unheard of artists that we never got a chance to see the light of day because there was a, a, a gate that was there that said, no, you're not good enough. Yeah. And there's a lot of artists that go, did you know, you know, Max Keller, you know, Max Kellerman used to rap. Uh, I could tell. I could tell. There's, there's didn't, audio. Didn't know for sure. There's did, audio but... of him rapping like back in like the 2000s slash 90s. And he's like actually kind of nice with it. But he, he, he got a lot of influence from like, but he, he know his, he know. His, so who his knows, hip-hop. who knows if we would have five Max Kellerman mixtapes and EPs today, if Spotify was around and SoundCloud was around right. back then. So I'm just saying that like, it's a different time frame, and the best the best thing I would say do is that like like if you got a problem with the music, then go take your ass in the studio and go make a record right. and put it out because it's not stopping these kids and it's not stopping you. So right. I, I just oh well, that's why I'm actually working on music because I was yeah, like, I know, get addicted to that point. I, I was like, and, well, I gotta shut the fuck up and, and make some music. And that's or, the thing. It's like let's see, like yeah, let's see, like yeah. can you make something that resonates? Because yeah. if it because there's a there's a fast way to figure out like if you can make records that resonate. Right. With a large audience, and I feel like a lot of us will be humbled by like what's gonna pop and what doesn't pop, and also just realizing, just in the sense of relativity, like the 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 music business is gonna sign and do whatever the fuck but they want to do. I think more than popping, I think it's it's more important that it's out there, that it's available, mm-hmm. that it's it's like like you say on Spotify or anything. It's like, hey man, you know, well, hey, I uploaded my album. Whoever need to listen to, it, whoever want to listen to it, or find it can. Yeah, you know, like it's out there, it's available, and and uh, it's it's weird to say that because Mark is a guy that uh, that, that's our homie Mark. Yeah, you guys don't know him. Fuck you. Uh, why would I say that to the audience? Whatever. I don't know what's going <laughs> on right now. I just, hey, I'm just uh, Chicago people do stuff like that. I'm I don't just know here why. for the ride, y'all. Like, <laughs> I, just, I got invited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mark Johnson is uh. Yeah, uh, that's DMJ. That's a guy that uh, I actually rap with. We in a rap group, uh, CD Entertainment. It's Chris Canyon and Dark Mark mm-hmm. Johnson Entertainment. Uh, you know, so we 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 we're opening that. We do, we you know we rap. We make music. 
uh, we've opened up for several people. Uh, Mark is a guy that uh, got me into Tech Nine, uh, and he's a guy that actually goes on Spotify and looks up different and new music, making sure he don't know the person. You talking about Mark or or, or? Mark Dust? Okay, yeah, he 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 finds new music on Spotify yep. every day. Every day he said, "Oh man, check out this new artist." I just randomly, mm-hmm. I put the. I, he said he just goes into the genre, hip hop or whatever, and going new and then shuffle and boom, just a new artist, just like that, and that's dope. And I've heard better music on Spotify than I have in the mainstream, the chicken nugget music. You know the process. Yeah, the main. Yeah, the mainstream. So, that, is- so you know, um, you're definitely right about all of that, man. You know, and that's that's the dope dope part about having this conversation is that we can come from two. Two things can be true. You know, we can come from completely different backgrounds, completely different parts of the uh, the, the country, and still come to a general consensus about stuff. And it's, like, it's not about us agreeing, you know, because mm-hmm. I think I think largely we we might still disagree about the same things. But yeah, 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 what matters is that we listen to new music. Is that this new music has its chance, just like the old music has its chance. Yeah, and then the, and the other thing too is I'm just like 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 nowadays like do your homework. Yeah. I mean that's I mean when I, when I said I had a podcast I did for too much damn music I mean it's it's true but it's also kind of a joke but in a sense that like yeah. it, you we're not being spoon fed music anymore like if you want to be spoon fed you can and you can just turn on the radio and 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 BET yeah. and VH1 or whatever and watch these award shows and and that's your music diet musical diet that's your musical diet but now you have the option to do go further and not just accept what is being served to you on the air you need to listen to. You can make someone a breakout artist. You bro, I You can do it. I got artists, you know what I'm saying, that are signed to major labels that don't get the same push because they're not talking about the stuff that is filling up the airwaves right now on the mainstream radio. But they're still dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I used to always say that. Like like I'm like if you're upset about companies pushing a certain message in the music, you gonna do that until doomsday. They're going to do what they do. It, it, now, more so than ever, it is your job to go out there and do the research. And maybe I come from that because like, I'm a DJ, and so that's what I do. <laughs> you know what i I'm paid. Yeah. And, and my, my profet- it is to be uh, knowledgeable about music beyond what an average consumer is. And so I'm going to go out there and go look. But beforehand, it was a lot harder for average consumers to go and look. Now, you can literally go and look if you want to. Um, and, and, and you can go ahead and, and, and find somebody new that fits your particular taste, probably more so than you could 20 years ago, because it still was largely curated and largely localized as far as like who was popping. Like if somebody was hot in the Bay area 20 years ago, there's a high chance that if you went to New York, they had no clue who the fuck it was. But nowadays there's a bigger chance that somebody might know who the fuck a Bay area artist is if they're in New York because of the internet. So I, I just think that like there's more responsibility on the consumer to go and find that, you know, musical fix that actually fits them. Um, and, 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 and the responsibility of the, of the labels is their bottom line. So just understand it. They're going to put out a lot of stuff that you don't agree with. But that they've always done that. They they've done that since the beginning of time, and it's not going to change, because that's what they're there to do, you know. But yeah, you, and yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, it just it's a at least the power's not just solely in their hands anymore. And that's right, it's being yeah, and know. that's the long tail is starting to make it to where 
you know, the option to choose it, it, it is unlimited now. It's literally unlimited. Man, he about to get sacked. This motherfucker. Yeah, all the Rangers lost. That's okay. <laughs> Look, it's the nation, man. Yeah, yeah. That, um, it's it's sad we got to go out on uh, um, such a uh, sad note like that with the Raiders oh, Hey man, look in man, the background. Look, the nation, the, look, the nation. We are accustomed to not bringing home a W, and it's okay. It's okay. Like it's it's fine. Yeah. Take the L with dignity. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Take the L with dignity. Oh, uh, they're not. They're fighting right now. They're fighting. <laughs> got one second left. As you the, said, there's one second left in the here. fourth quarter, they're, and they're trying to kill each other. Y'all want to go ahead and at least wait for the clock to yeah. run out, so that way you can be out of regulation. So, <laughs> so, so for the next podcast, I'm thinking, yeah, we should give ourselves a little bit of homework. I'm down. Uh, now, what, what, like I was saying, what do you think that homework should be? Should it be like something out um, of the ordinary, or just like kind of just a soft like? I mean, I, like I said, for me, like my main, so my my main focus, like I've been playing. Uh, in clubs in Chico, I don't want to say clubs. I want to say bars. I mean, we only have one nightclub here. Eh, it's um, a club. And, Ooh, I mean, counts. Yeah, I mean, the lost well, Lost Domain's kind of a nightclub, kind of. It's it's more of a bar. Well, it it doesn't it doesn't open up a lot. I, I would say it's more of a nightclub because it doesn't it it open up like the beach does. It's not open every day. A bar mm-hmm. would be open every day. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. a lot of bands play there. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll give you. That. I say you that. I what I what I'm saying is is that <laughs> what I saved I, you, bro. Come on, let's upgrade the shit. He said, "What I'm saying is is that like it, I found that I've been pl- catering my music to play for um, a college crowd here in Chico, and because I'm white in Chico, people. yeah, white people, uh, white <laughs> college kids. I was trying to find another way to say that. I didn't want to." <laughs> Is hey, it, if you ain't known that, I have right ten, now. I have ten years of radio experience, so I know yeah. I, I know how to dance around, you know, and say things. And but sure, like white college age kids that yeah. are dictating what the pace is for what gets played in the club, and so then my musical palette has gradually become more narrowed over the last six yeah. years as I'm doing it because I'm looking for stuff that fits that, and if it doesn't fit that, then I'm just like, okay, I'm not even listening to it. And so, like, what I so what I realized is that I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be typecast as, like, the ratchet black DJ. Right. Um, I also don't want to just be, like, just the DJ that only knows how to play for, like, a white college crowd. And a lot of those records tend to be now because hip-hop's considered the new pop. Like, that that's mm-hmm. pop music now. Um, it Now I'm like, I don't really hear any R&B. So that's, like, been my main thing that I've been doing for the last three to four months. Like ever since I went to the lights on festival in September out in the Bay area, put on by her, her is an artist. If y'all didn't know. Yeah. And I got exposed to all these R and B artists. I've been just like, yo, I'm trying to like dive into R and B because where is it? I mean, who, right. Who's Beyonce, doing it? And Beyonce it? don't count. And I will be the first to say, I look, I respect Beyonce's hustle. I do not like Beyonce's music. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. If you ask me if it's Beyonce or Rihanna, I'm Team Re all day long. I, I'm okay with that. The actually. hive can come for me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't we we didn't disrespect the three of the most powerful fans 
I don't care. We need to just go at Lady Gaga and just, just end our <laughs> Lady whole Lady Gaga, career. she exed herself out when she decided to do a movie about singing. Well, she, she's she's actually definitely the better artist of all of them, even combined. Oh, you can combine them and Lady Gaga shreds them in I ability in every way. I mean, well, I mean, okay. Like, <laughs> singing ability? If you want to say sing, performance, and all Everything. that. Everything. I <laughs> Don't I get performance I don't know. to be honest? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Singing, know. Yes. I don't know. Well, re- I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to even dive down that rabbit hole right there. All right, Lady Gaga. I mean, hey, she was lit too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, I mess with her music. She did she, song with. She, she did video in, phone with Beyonce. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She came yeah. in, made her bag, and dipped. She's like, I am out. I, I'm very proud of her as, as a Which individual. Is, she she gimmicked she, herself. She's the Floyd. Then she stopped doing the She's a Floyd Mayweather in the music industry. She came in, made yeah. a quick bag, undefeated, and then got about it. Everybody's mad. It's true. Yeah, well, she, except, ain't nobody mad at her though. Like, she was a weirdo. She was a weirdo. She gimmicked herself out, and then uh, I don't know. then she, that shit stopped. See, Dude, she wear a meat dress, bro. What are you talking about? She, but that was kind of that's her thing though. Like she didn't really, her thing, yeah. That's not a thing. It, I mean, it, <laughs> she thing. wore a meat dress. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Bad it was bunny, stupid. But bad like, bunny paints his nails, and, and and most men typically don't paint their nails. That's a typ- weak ass gimmick, typically per se. But that, but that doesn't mean it's a gimmick. That means it's just this nigga was he he had no no chance in attack by rabbit dogs or animals. She could have been attacked by animals, bro. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, is that like, she was in she was in actual danger. This I just, I, 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 I don't know. I kind of I, I feel like gimmick is something that somebody does because they want to. And you know what? Let me go ahead and walk that back in the sense that like I don't know these artists' personal lives. Shoot, man, they may have never done like like six nine is a gimmick. Yeah, because there's yeah. clear evidence and and vid and, and and footage and stuff where he did not have. Well, the nigga colors his hair. Sixty nine like tattoos natural... all over his face, <laughs> his... and and rainbow hair and all that stuff, and and then the gang affiliation, which we're all learning, was all fake and fabricated. Like, you know, like like six nine is a gimmick. But like, if you just do something that's just you, I don't know if it necessarily makes you a gimmick. Because I know plenty of people that do stuff. Do you like, think a meat dress was her? I don't know. Well, it could have been. It's she got whatever. money. True. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're you right. see Prince back in the day? Yeah. Was that a I'm, gimmick? I'm a, I'm a, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I hope he wasn't a gimmick. It was a weird gimmick if it was a gimmick. He was so, weird, though. Was so, weird. Uh, so, so when you say homework, I mean, I don't... My uh, my my take... My take... Something, is, gonna, something for the podcast. Something for the people. Something we gonna go So that's what together. I'm saying. Like, what do you think? Because I'm like, what, what do you think about that? Because like, I'm gonna continue to go on this R&B rabbit hole because I'm like obsessed with it right maybe, now. Maybe uh, we can do what Mark does and take a song. It's like go on Spotify. Like somebody random that's like like popping like like hip hop or is that... All right, well, we ain't gonna finish this, figure this shit out on the podcast. I thought we might. Oh, but. I thought. Well, I was like, I don't think we're gonna figure it out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna have to come back on that one. We'll come back. We'll come but just back. so people know that we uh, we think about it. And on that note, this is Sporter Kiss, and you've been sports entertained.